we are live. Flowing River, how are you? I, I just, I, I get, I've said this many times in my podcast. I love the, the find a podcast guest platform because it introduces me to very cool people. I mean, I pick and choose who I want to talk to, but your profile stood out to me right away. Uh, I, I can, I could see and feel the energy from your profile. I can feel it looking at you through the zoom screen. Very, very happy to have you on here. Nice to meet you. Uh, introduce yourself. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show, Shane. Super excited to be here. Uh, I'm flowing river mystic poet, singer, dancer, musician, visionary artist, CEO, father, uh, many things all at once but one of my favorite things is to explore consciousness and the path of awakening the heart and sharing the tools and techniques so that others can step into self-mastery themselves that's phenomenal i love it i'm i'm realizing very quickly that there's more than just uh having you on my podcast that i met you i look forward to learning from you because i uh am very proudly and happily on an awakening process it's in in the middle of an awakening process i don't know if it ever really ends in this 3d earth that we live in uh until we fully ascend to our higher vibrational selves Uh, and i do believe that that's what's happening and i believe that's why the find a podcast connected us because the more that the, the collective consciousness uh, expands and evolves and grows the more that people that ride that same wave just naturally get introduced to each other. So um, we have a limited amount of time here, so I want to let you do most of the talking. I want to I w- I'd love to ask you about some of your you know uh, your top tools and, and tricks to for the self mastery because you mentioned that you help people uh, learn and understand some of the tools to help you get there. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a variety of tools. I mean, you know, it depends what you're trying Natural. to do. Um, is there anything specific that you'd like to dive into? Any any topic area? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a hot topic on many of my podcasts lately because I am jumping into it more and more myself and on the distribution side of it, uh, psychedelics. Uh, psilocybin in, in particular, I am learning a lot about fungi and the mycelial network um, and, and believe that we're part of the mycelial network in Mother Gaia. And, and it really makes sense to me from a spiritual aspect and from a, honestly from a scientific aspect of how grounding and earthing uh, works for humans. You know, you go out and spend seven days in the nature uh, without, you know, shoes on and you properly ground yourself to Mother Gaia and you'll be a completely different person after that seven days. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what's your thoughts on that? Because I've, I've heard a few different opinions on that from the spiritual aspect, because obviously things like psilocybin and anything uh, when abused can be treated as, uh, you know, a, a harmful and, and as a drug. So what, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a space that I've explored quite a bit. And the my thoughts on, on psilocybin use is that it's a medicine, you know. Yes. 
Um, the government classifies it as a, a drug, but these plants carry their, their own, own consciousness. And when we take them into our beings, we can experience an expanded consciousness. And they help remind us to shift into more oneness, more um, understanding of the interconnection between all of us. And one would say that is what the mycelial network is. It is mm-hmm. the interconnection between all of us. Um, and so we really get the opportunity to go into places that we haven't explored in a long time, areas of our subconscious mind that have lied dormant because we've been too afraid to look at them. They can be revealed in these sacred spaces, these ceremonial experiences. <clears throat> now I don't advocate, you know, necessarily taking going to a music festival and taking mushrooms or, <laughs> uh, you know, just your, your show, uh, music show and, and doing this. I, if you're going to do this set your intentions be very clear you know it's always great to work with a guide um mm-hmm. and that way the, a container is set for the deep healing work and the spiritual journey that you're going on now the issue is a lot of people get exposed to these psychedelics in re- more recreational spaces mm-hmm. and they don't understand what they're actually doing in the moment of going into a psychedelic space, what I've experienced is for myself, just speaking, is that mm-hmm. the the spiritual body opens up. You become more uh, available, vulnerable even, mm. to taking in ideas, stories, concepts, because you're accessing your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind's like completely open in that moment. So you could be doing healing work or you could be doing extremely detrimental traumatic work at the Mm -hmm. same time. Um, You know, if you're surrounded by like a hundred other people that are not there for your healing and awakening, like you could be taking on all their stories and their projections, their fears, their, you know, desires. And um, you might think that that's yourself. Another thing that people aren't really hip to the game of is understanding how to traverse the astrals. Because when what I mean by that is the mind's eye. As DMT is being released from your brain, you go into a visionary state. And um, a lot of people are get confused by the imagery that they see, the you know, entities, beings, things like this. This, their quote-unquote spiritual experiences. And there's a lot of story around what that is. What does it mean? Um, you know, should I be afraid of this demon? <laughs> oh, I saw an angel, whatever it is. And it's like, how do you make sense of that? Mm-hmm. People can barely make sense of their waking reality. Yeah. Now you're adding a whole nother dimensionality on top of that. So while I'm an advocate for working with plant medicine, um, you know, there are caveats and definite um, warning signs to be aware of, not to be afraid of. Because when we bring awareness to it, then we can navigate it with graceful and ease rather than, you know, being afraid or feeling like we're being possessed by something or like freaking out on the experience and having a, 
quote unquote bad trip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know that mushrooms again, Adam. Yeah, you know what? And that—that that was me, bro. Like I had uh, like a good, you know, three and a half, four gram macro trip, probably like uh, it was like six years ago, and I was married at the time, and then I that then I got. Uh, we separated like a couple weeks after that. <laughs> um, whole awakening experience started. Um, no, it was on, yeah. uh, it, right. it was funny though because that in itself has created this hesitation for me to go back to it. And you know, you you mentioned about like being at the at a festival type of thing. You know, one of the very first things when I did mushroom for the very first time was like you know be careful of the environment that you're in. Don't be in a place where other people aren't on mushrooms because they definitely don't have your best intentions. They don't care. Um, and I love how you say that it's, it's medicine. You know, mushrooms, fungi is the oldest medicine to humanity. It's fungi is why humanity is here. Um, and when used properly with guidance, like you said, as it, it can be treated as a medicine and it can be extremely therapeutic, but again, without guidance, you're going to end up starting to go, you know, go down into shadow land and freak yourself the fuck out because you weren't expecting to go down in shadow land and you were living your nice little perfect life in this little bubble and you thought that everything was all good. And then all of a sudden, all this generational trauma and shit like that that you've never dealt with is all of a sudden fucking coming out. You're like, oh no, I had a bad trip. No, no, you just didn't know what you were going into into and and that's why yeah. you know like it's it's what what i'm learning too is the different varieties um and and what they can do and stuff like that it's a lot like cannabis how you know back in the 70s you just get grass you smoke grass and that was you know yeah man go eat some pizza uh, now there's like <laughs> so many different fucking strains that <laughs> like it's hard to keep up with and and so but it's cool because there's like there's different uses for all all of them you know we we are all here with a purpose we were given the resources uh and stuff to to allow us to fulfill our purpose if you have the consciousness to uh to to realize this uh and to align your energies with it I, i'm i'm noticing some really fun stuff as we uh, as a whole Go from 3D to 5D, and that's going from, you know, thinking from your dysfunctionally egoic state of mind to thinking from your heart. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, but it's also messy for the people that don't know what the hell is going on and, and why, why we're, we're all of this evil stuff is coming to light and, 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 you know, why the world is, is so messy right now. But, um, I think you could probably agree with you, with me on this. Amazing and beautiful times are coming. I think we're uh, absolutely, you know, <laughs> a, a, as humanity, uh, we're not going. Only, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, not only they're coming, but they can be here right now. Yes, you know, and it's really a matter of perspective. Yes, of how we're viewing the experience that we're having. Yeah, absolutely. You can change, you know, and like you said, three, three. Go ahead. 
Oh, sorry. We get we get this little lag in the in the zoom. I was gonna say that you can uh, change how the the event affects you just by the way that you perceive that event. Uh, you know, perceptive and absolute reality are are very important to understand, especially at this time. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you brought up an interesting point around the traumatic experience that you had with mushrooms, and you know, losing your your partner through that experience and that deterring you. Now, what you're doing is in the present moment, you're not seeing the present moment fully clearly when, you know, going to have another psilocybin experience, mm-hmm. you're overlaying a veil of your past trauma on top of that. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. So you can't actually access the full present moment when you're bringing in the past. Mm-hmm. And if you want to fly anywhere, you got to drop your bags. You can't take your baggage Yes. Your heavy bag is on the plane, right? <laughs> you got to drop it off at checkout. So if you want to come back to the present moment, um, you know, we have the opportunity to release those stories and those trauma things. And that's actually what psilocybin can help us do mm-hmm. by going into quote unquote shadow land. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you alluded, you know, you know, it, it's, there's definitely tools and techniques on how to navigate that. Yes. And um, so that you don't fall into free, you know, freaking out about the situation rather, you know, you have the opportunity to heal something versus like running away from it. Yeah, exactly. Which will, which, I mean, whatever you had the opportunity, had being the key word, the opportunity to heal. If you run away from it, you're just going to make it worse. Um, And so it's important to deal with these issues as they are presented to you when they're presented to you. So, um, I know that we are running late, uh, short on the time that I have with you. Um, but I would love to do this again because I like this quick 15 minute thing. We can talk about some like a different type of, uh, psychedelic. Cause you mentioned DNT earlier. And I know that that's oh. being experimented with, with many people more and more. And I, I find that interesting. Well, I've got about a half an hour left. Oh, uh, Oh, I thought yeah. you said. Oh, I thought you said you had fifteen 50. minutes. No, fifty. <laughs> oh, fifty. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's keep the party going. Let's oh, keep the party yeah. Going. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Now we can talk about DMT. <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, because the the person that I'm getting like so we've I run a CBD company. I run a distribution company, and and the main focus on that is to help people reestablish. Uh, and maintain the balance that many people have lost. Um, and I know that uh, cannabis, CBD uh, in particular, is, is something that can help a lot of people. And in Canada, where are you, where are you located? You're in California, right? Yeah, Cal- Crestline, California, high in the mountains. Hey, how were did, did you feel the earthquakes yesterday? I know that there was a bunch of earthquakes. Uh, in Northern California, yeah, didn't didn't feel a thing. Good, 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 good. That's what I like to hear. I'm ha- I, I would love to be not Northern California. Yeah, we're, I'm in SoCal, so oh, okay. next to Lake Arrowhead, you know the the, the water bottle. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I, I know Arrowhead. Yes, uh, um, so yeah, you wouldn't have felt any of that. That's that's good. Um, okay, so what do you think is uh, the next step for? Uh, for psilocybin and, and stuff. Do you, do you think like, uh, like there's shamans 
But though, you know, obviously a, a true, a real shaman is harder to find. And that's something that you're going to go down to like South America to do an ayahuasca ceremony with, which I very much want to do uh, in the future. Have you done a proper ayahuasca ceremony? Uh, yes, I've sat in ayahuasca ceremonies before. And actually, there's many masters that come up, um, travel around the world to visit, um, you know, the various parts of the states. But everything that, you know, don't don't go and seek these experiences. Hmm. Um, you know, if you're called to the medicine, the you will find it because uh, it's actually not very hard to find at all but it's it's more about a frequency and it's nice. more about how are you showing up to work with the medicine what is your intention to work with the medicine you know are are you just trying to get high and have some experience or are you actually going in the proper um way to to come with humbleness and humility in your heart to to do the healing work because this is not it's it's not child's play no if you want to work with um these they're teachers you know mm-hmm. and these medicines so um of course you can you can go and pursue uh but just know that when you're pursuing you're reaching outside of yourself i like and that one of the keys to i like, I like that you mentioned is that. balance staying within staying within yourself the work is inside the yes. work is all inside i like that a lot That's and yes really- one last one last thing too, no, 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 and yes, there's also a lot of neo shamans. So, you know, if you start going and looking out here, you might find people that are not practicing um, the work in the proper way, and that will be detrimental to your own spiritual growth. So, it's best to, you know, work with a true master. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, because especially, you know, we, we do, we are in 3d world. Um, there are, there are, you know, dark and light, uh, beings in, in this world, it's duality. Um, and, and there are people that will, uh, take it, you know, use what can be good to, for their own benefit for uh, as opposed to a benefit for the collective and um i completely agree with that it's important to understand uh and use discernment when determining which one is is there for for you or there for their ego um and i see that a lot in you know the light workers and whatnot that um just you know they post all the positive fluffy stuff to you know get the likes and stuff on instagram but it's like uh uh, if you if you you can see through that after a certain point and i completely agree is is you know the neo shamans and and whatnot just be careful and again, use discernment uh, and trust. Try to trust your gut and intuition. And the difference here is, you, you'll immediately know a neo shaman from mm-hmm. a true master. A true master has worked with the plants for over twenty years, you know, and has worked with this medicine as not just as uh, you know something. Hey, cool! I'm a shaman. It's it's their entire lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. their way of life. It's their connection to how they experience reality. Yep. Um, and it will be immediately apparent. The only reason that 
someone would work with neo shaman is because they don't know that the master exists mm-hmm. or they're impatient and they're grasping for something an experience when and they will have an experience it just might not be the one they were expecting oh, i like that that's uh very insightful um and important information because um what i've noticed is that a lot of people are seeking that and a lot of people are going you know becoming more spiritual and, and tapping into their their inner source and i think i i've said this many times i think it it does relate to people uh taking care of their gut health more um you get that connection to source uh that's where your intuition comes from and in an unconscious world intuition is a superpower um and, and that's where that's what you use to to help you uh, like you said, it'll become immediately apparent if the if the person labeling themselves as a shaman um, is just there to to really uh, pump their own tires, essentially. So the use, yeah, of- absolutely. And good. No, 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 no. Please, anything you can you can elaborate on there is. Oh no, I wasn't going to elaborate. I was I was just going to say, but you know, working with the plant plant medicines, it's just one aspect um, of of the journey because the ceremony really begins after the ceremony is over. <laughs> because now you have to integrate yes. all of the teachings, all of the lessons that you learned, and this is also another big caveat with people that don't have a strong discipline, uh, spiritual practice in their life. If you know, is that They'll have these mystical experiences in, in ceremonial spaces, and then they'll feel ungrounded afterwards and not understand how to integrate it back into their 3D reality. Instead, they start getting a little bit loopy, and people start thinking they're weird. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. We're all weird. But <laughs> at the, the same time, it's like, how can you integrate the the teachings and really carry the wisdom rather than it just being, you know, uh, oh, yeah, I went to the movies on Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, and I saw this movie because you're receiving a vision. It could just be a movie for you, but really you also have the opportunity to, to really bring these teachings throughout your entire life and shift your, your waking reality in a positive way. Yeah. The integration is a, a very important aspect to recognize and, and make a, a point of talking about because um, you know, the, the, as we go through major energetic upgrades as a whole, um, be, uh, being connected to the central sun and, and our own sun being blasting us with solar flares right now, there is a lot of big energy coming in, a lot of portals and gateways that are open at the, at, at this time. Um, it takes a bit of time for that energy to, to integrate. Um, I, I learned this from doing energy healing of my own. You know, it's, it's, you do the session <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's, that was cool. That was fun. And then like 
over the next 24 to 48 hours, all of a sudden you start feeling these different things. You purge a little bit maybe. And, you know, and that's why it's, you know, it's very important to, to make sure you're supplementing properly from a physical aspect from, you know, at a cellular level, um, having salt baths and, and, uh, and cell salts and stuff like that. It really helps the whole process on a physical level. Um, one thing, one thing I've said about psilocybin that I think you might agree with because you mentioned that it, that the plant-based medicine is one part of it. I feel like, and everything that you do and, and can do with psilocybin can be done if you are, if you have self-mastery. What I've said, and I think is kind of accurate, is psilocybin to the metaphysical state is steroids to the physical body, um, and not in a not in a bad way because there's a lot of steroids that can do a lot of harm to your physical body. But it just kind of like you said, there's a lot of psilocybin. If you don't do it properly, it's going to be harmful to your metaphysical state. So I guess it still kind of applies in that uh, mannerism. Um, but I just find that that's, that psychedelics and psilocybin in general, uh, it, it can be used to help get you th- to that higher state of being quicker because it forces you to be present. And that's why if you have that bad trip, like you said, you're just bringing in either future worries or, or past traumas and you're not being present and that's why it's not enjoyable for you i feel like i'm on the right track with that i would say that um you know working with the plant medicines can be a part of path it's not required yeah um you know it depends on whether you resonate with it or not and the experience you have everything that the plant teachers show us we can do without the plants Mm-hmm. So, you know, entering visionary state, you can you can release DMT in your brain through specific breathwork patterns um, and releasing kundalini energy within your body. But, of course, this takes practice. Mm-hmm. And um, not everyone's willing, current, you know, at the start to put in 10,000 hours to become a master at something. <laughs> but with practice and diligence, you can build these different faculties, uh, you know, intuition, in- intuitive abilities, healing abilities um, with or without the plants. But, um, you know, they always say that doing plant medicine is like seven years of therapy in one night. So if you look at it that way, you can really move through a lot of trauma if you are showing up in the right way. You're willing to forgive. You're willing to let go. You're willing to surrender. You're willing to receive yep. um, guidance, you know, and, and put your ego down for just mm, a night. Yep. Um, ego death. A lot of people could use that. <laughs> 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 but, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. We're talking, you know, put intent into it. You know, put the, the if I have a, a bad trip, if you will, it's because I'm inadvertently putting that intent into it. Um, I find a lot of, there, there will be times where just talking about it or even touching and being around that plant, I can start to feel those effects because you're, because it's an energy, it's a frequency. Uh, And I love that you said that because uh, again, uh, with the right mastery 
and it doesn't come overnight, um, you know, you can reach that frequency because that's what it is. It's everything in the universe, in life, is energy and frequency. And so if you master the ability to tap into that frequency, you don't need the plant-based medicine, but it can definitely help you get to where where you want to quicker if done properly and it can also fuck your shit up if you don't do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> As with all things, you know, yep. crossing the street, you could really mess up your life and get <laughs> hit by a car. Very true. Um, <laughs> Very good but, point. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, the, the, the plant teachers that are there are just reminders. You know that we can access all those things without without them. Mm-hmm. There, but the most beautiful thing that the plants have taught me is is a reminder of the vibration of what true unconditional love was. Because you know, before you have that waypoint on the GPS map of infinity, you're kind of just going around life with all these conditions for what love is. If you if you do this, then I'll uh, I'll love you. If I do that, then you'll love me. You know, and you think we think that that's love. Mm-hmm. It's like when I first sat with um, uh, ayahuasca, she showed me, you think this is what love is? Let me show let me show you. And she sent me a feeling a vibration of pure, unconditional love that just melted mm. my heart. And I immediately just started breaking down crying, oh, knowing that everything I was doing before was not that. Mm-hmm. And after that ceremony, it really helped realign me. It gave me a, a direction, a feeling to to be able to move towards, to know that if I'm cultivating that feeling within myself, then I'm um, embodying unconditional love, right? And if I'm not, then I'm then it's conditional. It's very it was very easy for me to feel that within my own body mm-hmm. uh, when those situations would come up. So I was super grateful for that um, for that reminder and that remembrance. And so I would always, I always have a positive light of, of the experiences and I've never had a a bad trip. Like in regards to bad trips, I I think it's, it's a lot of subconscious fear that's arising before you actually go on the journey. Mm -hmm. And that fear is like, Ooh, what am I going to go into? You know, what's going to happen? You don't know. It's unknown. Yeah. The fear of the unknown. Yeah. And because you're afraid of the unknown, you actually manifest fear. Yeah. So then you're scared in your trip. <laughs> yeah. So basically just breathe through it and release and, you know, be grateful for the opportunity that you're having. It's it's a miracle that we have these plants and we have, you know, these, these opportunities to experience these things. So, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's absolutely, that's, that gives, that gives me just such a good feeling and overall vibe as I sit here and, and truly absorb in what you're saying. I love it. I, I completely and totally agree. And, and, you know, uh, one thing that, that is helping me through that is when those, those bad experiences do come up, just, recognize them as a lesson because then there's value to to it and you can love and appreciate why you're going through that experience because the thing is is you'll get through it you always do that's the fun thing about psilocybin is you always do get through it and you feel amazing after 
you know, you might need a little bit of rest if you've had uh, if you've had a bit of a rough journey, but you you feel uh, enlightened and, and invigorated after, and that's the you know if we that's get to that energetic that crystalline that uh, being that that will will operates on that frequency that you talk about that that ayahuasca gave gave you so beautifully oh man i could like feel i i as soon as you, when you before you even said that you you cried like a crazy i i'm like you must have just purged hard as soon as you felt that and because it would have felt so good oh that just makes me want to do an ayahuasca ceremony so much more. But it will happen when the timing is <laughs> is right. It will present itself when I'm ready. And I like that you that you mentioned that. Absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. You mentioned that and you know, working with the plant, working with the plant teachers is only for me a very small part of the path. You know, even though we're spending a lot of time talking about it, because there, you know, can be quite tricky to navigate in the proper way. Mm -hmm. But in the overall grand scheme of things, it's a very minute, small percentage of where I'm spending my time and my energy. Um, And, you know, it's very important to have a balance of that discipline that that I spoke about before of, you know, working with meditation or yoga or breath work so that you have a strong foundation. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can just go off into ungrounded la la land mm-hmm. uh, and really start getting wrapped up in all these new stories. Yeah. But really, all you're doing is replacing your old stories with new stories. Your old story was, I'm in the 3D world working nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know, life is a bunch of squares. And your new story is, okay, now I'm flying with the angels and there's demons and dragons and fairies. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, as above as below. Mm-hmm. So don't get lost in the trap of, you know, oh, it's something more when it's really just the same it characters dressing yeah. up a different way. Yeah. So, so so I see a lot of people get really ungrounded in that way, but I could totally um, see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you see that as well, you know, all you have to do is uh, scroll for five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's there. Yeah. So, but if you take the path of the masters, you're moving past the astral realms. Mm-hmm. The astral is only up to the fifth dimension. So that's where duality ends. Mm-hmm. You move into non dualistic living. So, this is where our consciousness has the opportunity to re experience and re remember itself and really step into oneness. And in that space, you know, unfortunately, there are no more stories. So um, for the people that get attached to stories, that's an unfortunate (laughs) thing. But it's also the most beautiful, profound experience that a soul could have. Yeah, no, I'm I I I could. I I think that's really our purpose here. On this, the, on the earth is, is to experience that. Otherwise, you'll just do it over again. You know, it's, it's, you'll, you'll get stuck in that trap telling those stories and you'll just put yourself back into that, into, you know, same story, different words. Now, okay, so let's step away from plant based medicine because we've, we've established 
their their purpose in in here and how they they can help and not um you one thing that i'm very passionate about myself that you've mentioned quite a few times is breath work so i've got a few different breath work uh practices that i do daily during meditation uh which i also do daily which took practice for me to be able to and just it's not it's not as much of a practice just is it's just part of my day um and and so one one of my favorite things that i always do when um i do energy healing with with my energy healer which he is long distance from me he's on the other side of the country from me which is very cool which i know that comes as zero surprise to you because you understand energy and frequency does not have borders um his the the treatments that we do are phenomenal and uh infinity breathing is what i norm what i do to clear my chakras and that is eight seconds in three second hold eight seconds out three second hold but roll your eyes to focus on uh your third eye and and i like to uh create a vibration because the the goal for me and my journey the goal is to decalcify and and break break the the release the the pineal gland and allow it to be the free open lotus flower shape it's supposed to be instead of the acorn you know frozen shape it is because of 3d world that that and and previous programming um what are some some good breath breath work techniques that you use if you don't mind me asking yeah absolutely again very broad stroke question you know yeah I kind of boils that. down to what what is what is the what is the scenario you know i have a different breath work for different types of scenarios for instance clearing like you said clearing chakras opening third eye or mm-hmm. dealing with emotions or you know calming and relaxing i um is there something that you want to dive into you just want to no you know actually no, i'm glad you, i'm glad that you asked that because as you're saying that you're, you're that makes total sense obviously that that you know, i even prefaced it with why i do that breathing <laughs> to clear my chakras uh i've also i also yeah. will do um what my friend jeff walsh has taught me and i uh i think it's it's related to holotropic i think they call it breathing um it's it's it can yeah. it can activate dmt and when i do it i've damn near fall off my chair <laughs> when i do it and so <laughs> it's it's interesting um stuff and I, I would love to learn more uh and different techniques uh for, from people like yourself okay. fair enough yeah holotropic breath work is one of the most powerful trauma release breaths that you can work with and it really helps you get down into the issues in your tissues to release all those um unconscious holding patterns of tension in our body so that's typically what we're doing with any sort of breath work. We're really just going into areas that haven't received oxygen or blood supply in a long time and reactivating them. And when we go into those places that have been frozen ice blocks for so long because we've numbed our pain and run, ran away from mm-hmm. all of our problems, when we go back into them, 
you know, we can feel their their pain or their their energetic release in the form of emotions or maybe a message or a vision or these type of things, which we equate to the release of DMT uh, inside of our brains. So for me, you know, one of my favorite breaths is, is a very simple breath. It's a square breath. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the four, four, four yep. breath. And it's, you know, the most simple breaths are also the most powerful breaths. That makes sense. And I'll give you an example of this just so we can wrap our minds around it. Jesus and all the masters, they speak in parables. They speak in metaphor because they can share their, their metaphor with somebody that is plowing a field or they can share their metaphor with the king of the country. But it depends on the perspective that the person is interpreting that metaphor. It could be very simplistic and applied to that person's life, or it could be a much deeper insight if their consciousness is, is more expanded and aware. It's the same thing with breath work or any of these techniques. The technique of the 444 breath is it's a it's a master's technique, but it's taught everywhere. And people just look over it like it's it's nothing. But it depends how deep you can get into the breath. How surrendered can you surrender to the moment? Same thing with meditation. You're just sitting there. But it's a very different experience if you're trying to meditate for the first time or you've meditated for 10,000 hours. Man, that's it's the so same true. exact technique. Oh. Same exact technique. Totally different experience. One yep. person is in samadhi and the other person is fighting dogs running around in their head. So, <laughs> so when you look at these practices, don't get caught in the trap of like going from practice to practice to practice to practice. Like try to go deeper and deeper into the breath so some of my favorite breaths are the most simple breaths <laughs> like yeah you know the four 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 where you're breathing in from the root to the to the third eye holding for four breathing out from the third eye down back to the root holding for four and in between you're going up four and down four so uh, you yeah. make this square in your mind and you know if you do this breath for i would say 15 to 30 minutes um mm-hmm. you know and then go into a meditative state you uh, you're sure to have a beautiful experience and yeah. you know from the inner scape and that's one of my favorite breaths for pre-meditation and a breath that i enjoy doing while in meditation is simply just breathing in slowly all the way up to the third eye and then breathing down to the the navel okay and rolling it so there's okay, no yeah. there's no pause in between. Like a and like you're just a, constantly like a figure eight, like just continuous breath, like a, a continual energy, right? Continual, yeah. yeah. And you could be drawing it up the back of your spine and down the front of your spine. It's the however it, they yeah yeah they call it like the micro orbit breath, but the micro orbit breath takes you from the third eye all the way to the root. I prefer to to work with the the, the sacral. Yep. But um, what you're doing in this breath during meditation is you're not trying to control it. How can I breathe this breath fully surrendered with no control? So it's a paradox because you're doing a breath, but you're not doing the breath at the same time. Yeah. And it takes a level of working into that um, – difficult to explain how to get there it's only through practice and continual surrender that you can enter a state of allowance allowing the breath to lead you rather than you just following your breath 
um, becoming the breath. Mm. And this is, you know, deeper in your practice once you once you get there. First, just breathe. Do some breath of fire. Let's let's move through some energetic blocks and just breathe um, and feel what it feels like to have energy move in your body. Because so many times we're just um, unaware of, you know, what's possible. Mm-hmm. And we get stuck in skepticism or, oh, that's not science or, <laughs> you know, even though it's the holy science, it's been around for thousands of years. Yeah. And it's literally yeah. a formula, but uh, there's a formula to awakening. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we we get to move past that so that we can expand into multidimensional living and embodying our highest self and creating heaven on earth here and now. Because when we raise our frequency, not only do we shift our internal landscape, that changes all of our, you know, interactions with the rest of the world, which allows them to see us like, wow, you've changed, Shane. You're such a different person. I'm sure your friends now, they're like, after you're doing breath recommendation, they're like, Some, I don't know what it is, man, but something's different about you. And you're inspiring me. I'll tell and you. That, they I'll, start changing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing, man. This little, this little hole in the wall office that I have, it's called the cave of consciousness because I like to keep the vibration and the frequency in this office operating at a very high level and people do recognize that. I have people that will come into the office, sit down and they'll be like, wow. I feel so like energized now and stuff. And I love that, you know, and you know, you, you mentioned something that I've been mentioning a lot lately. Uh, and I just say that world peace starts with inner peace, uh, because it starts with fixing our own world inside, you know, you can't expect the external to change without changing and working on the internal. Um, you mentioned, you know, the, the masters that we've learned from like Christ. We're in a time in humanity, at least on my timeline that, you know, it, it, it can be looked at as uh, biblical times, just with the amount of crazy shit that's going on all around the world with fires and earthquakes and, and this and that, right? And so from a religious standpoint, you have people that are waiting for the coming of Christ. And and I view that as because I looked at Christ as a consciousness. And I believe that that in a way is coming as the veil of of the veils are being lifted uh, of of how limited we are uh, and we view ourselves and, and enslaved to the system that we become and always and you know for people like us have always been um, I, I do look at it the same way as as Christ being a level of consciousness um, so, I have a I have a poem about this. Can I share it? Please, I'm sure I'll love it. <laughs> I'm sure I'll love it. You know, and we're talking about this timeline. It's more so about the whole timeline. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not concerned with the plans of demonic entities attempting to keep me trapped in a false matrix of reality. Do they know what my plans are? They 
do. And that's why they're trying to do everything they can to derail the divine plan. Little do they know, it is my plan for them to rise as a man, then lose it all in the fall. And so they're shaking in their boots in cahoots with your fear in an attempt to make the future unclear. But I steer the ship and choose the clip at which we shall eclipse all of the stories. For they call upon death to invoke blood and all that is gory. But I am the emanation of golden light and all that of its glory. So entertain their stories at your own peril, that which sinks you deeper into your casket, the truth they fail to mask it. For I am bursting forth in every sentient being's heart to break apart the illusion from inside out. Those that meander around, not knowing what it's all about, will cry tears of remorse and beg for mercy when I appear. But those that have walked the tried and true will see golden fields and skies oh so blue. For you have prepared for the day of reckoning that creates havoc for those attached to a reality that doesn't serve humanity. Stay firm in the coming calamities as the eye of the storm and perform the impossible to inform the formless and return to your natural state of bliss. In this knowing, we are steadfast in our truth, planting roots that run deep into the earth, knowing that we are preparing for a great rebirth. And none shall pass to heaven's gates of those that chose hate and to separate. So elevate your mind state to dream awake with purified minds and open hearts that start to transmute the pain of the world and return to the innocence of a little boy and girl. For the universe awaits the blossoming of your greatest achievement when you stop fighting it and start being it. Wow. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I've got a clip for that. That was awesome, man. That was, I absolutely love that. That was it just that resonated on every single level with me, um, and it just it it being present while you were reading that gives you the gives you that that feeling, you know. It gives you the that just that the, the probably the shimmering glimpse. Of that feeling that you felt with the with the ayahuasca ceremony of pure frequency of love, and like that—that's mm. that was nice. I like that a lot. That was good. Thank you, brother. No, thank yeah. you. And it, and it answered your your question in the middle of it as well. You know, it's like Christ consciousness. This consciousness, while people are, <clears throat> you know. We have a savior complex so complex they've been waiting for thousands of years for somebody to save them. Mm-hmm. But really, what's happening with Christ consciousness is that it's bursting forth within the center of every single being and being born within us as us. And so that is what is going to transmute and alchemize the entire world into a higher frequency of being. And so we simply get to allow this love to be manifest through our thoughts, words, and actions. And that is what you know, we have the opportunity to be when I say, stop fighting it, stop fighting the system, just start being the change, just be it, be the love, mm-hmm. be love now, you know? I love and it. of course, this is much easier said than done because we have so many stories and past experiences that are looping in our brains, but we have the opportunity to learn how to uninstall those programs because the body is a hard drive and it remembers everything. We're great architects and programmers. We can download a new app into our consciousness just like that. Boom, I'm angry. 
Now you're an angry person, but it's not your truth. You know, you're just overlaying something on top of what you truly are. So the one of the most important skills is to learn how to uninstall these programs. And I've been able to receive uh, different tools and techniques around how, how to clear your channel, how to release this stored trauma, breath work being one of them. That's a, that's a major piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But there's several, seven other elements that can help people um, uncover their true selves again. Because mm-hmm. we're just onions. We put so many layers on top of something. So we don't need to change anything. We just need to get rid of what we've put on top of ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like the diamond in the rough. It's right there. So I've got only a few more minutes, but I did want to make sure that that point was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you, you brought that up because it actually uh, resonates quite well with me as Two days ago, I, uh, with my energy healer, did an Akashic Records ceremony. So when you, when you met, what, something you're saying in there, I'm like, you're, I'm like, oh, so you're talking about the Akashic Records, <laughs> and uh, and and it was very uh, interesting. He, he told me that I've had 13 human lives uh, on this planet, planet, and I've always been a healer, um, and I, I firmly uh agree with that 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 makes sense to me um i've i've this akashic records are very very new to me and i'm still learning a little bit about it because as i learn that you know that we are all we're all one essentially uh essentially what the akashic records would apply to all of us uh but also just me at the same time i'm still figuring all of this out <laughs> um and yeah enjoy the paradoxes yeah yeah the paradoxes right. within the paradoxes it's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah inception <laughs> but you already you know it's funny that it's this has been a very um you know opening experience and podcast for me uh, just in some of the things that you you've mentioned that uh, aren't you know they're not going to get mentioned by those those neo shamans that you're talking about you know you 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 speak a real um, truth uh, uh, with with uh, obvious conviction from from doing the work yourself and and continuing more importantly continuing. To do the work. Uh, I, that's one of the things that I like that you mentioned the most about the ayahuasca ceremony is, okay, that's the work begins after the ceremony, really, because um, if you don't integrate it, then there's no point in doing it, um, and that takes time and effort. But uh, Flowing River, I really genuinely appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate the last 45, 50 minutes that we've spent on this podcast chatting and I hope that we stay connected and uh, know that we are, <laughs> thanks to energy. Um, and I hope that I, I hope that I run into you in a, a meditative state at some point um, as as I continue <laughs> my journey more and more. And I'm sure we will. Um, I, I uh, I'm definitely taking a, a mental note about this because this has been a very very cool podcast and i appreciate you very much absolutely shane appreciate being on the show and if people want to stay connected 
they can uh, visit my website, flowingriver.co, that's .co. Or if you're interested in learning the tools and techniques of self-mastery, you can check out howtoraiseyourvibration.com. Yeah, keep up the good work, everyone. Thank you so much, Flowing River. Uh, I will post those uh, websites in the podcast link and uh, and make sure to check those out myself because I am very interested in learning all of the tools. So I appreciate you very much. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Cheers, Shane. Thank you so much. Cheers, brother.